All right, I think I'm gonna start slowly but surely. I think most of you guys are here that are gonna attend, so. Um, I'm doing this thing because I uh, feel like if you first start here as a media buyer, as anyone, it can be kind of like you're thrown into the ocean and you're like, okay, let, I'm just gonna have to learn how to swim right now to survive. That's how I felt at first. Um, not because there isn't enough training, but because it's just not the easiest uh, thing to do. It's media buying and it's not, um, uh, there are certain things that are very attention to detail based and um, you, you can be spending a lot of money if you're not watching out uh, about certain little details. So I just want to go through things as far as uh, terms and stuff. I have some term sheets going around that all have um, different things like when we when we walk up to you and we're like hey what's the CTR in this banner now you'll know it, it's called click-through rate and that means that uh, pretty much uh, we'll get into each of these uh, you'll you'll know what these terms mean and it'll be easier for you to understand what people are asking if you're what what they're talking about um, so let's go right into it these are the terms you guys got uh, if anyone doesn't have this sheet uh, there's more going around and we, we can give you one and I can print more I can also send this uh, PowerPoint or this file to anyone after. So, uh, if you don't want to write this down and just listen, I'd actually, you know, prefer because I can give you all this stuff after, um, and then that way you can focus right now. So, let's go through these. So, click-through rate is the one that I was talking about. CTR. That's when a banner um, percentage. Uh, how good is a banner? Like, uh, we need a percentage to be able to tell. That's uh, Im uh, impressions. Uh, uh, how many people saw your ad? and you divide the clicks by the impressions. So that's gonna give you a percentage and um, a good CTR for a banner is uh, anything from 0.1 and up, 0.2, 0.3, everything like that um, is a great rate uh, for a banner. It depends on the network of course, but um, you wanna have a high click-through rate banner, otherwise it's not really gonna spend as much. If you wanna spend 5, 10, 20, 50K a day, um, you can't do it with a banner that has a 0.01 click-through rate. Uh, pretty much it means that out of all these people that saw your ad, how many actually clicked it? Now you don't want to have a banner that's just um, clickbaity so-called. You don't want to have a banner that a lot of people click but no one really buys. What does that mean? It's just going to cost you money and you're not making anything back, right? So there is that great, that there's that uh, balance that you need to have between both of these. Um, a conversion is a sale or lead. So if someone says, how many conversions does this have? That means uh, how many leads, um, how many sales have we made on this? Um, when you go into Ad Tracker, there will be a, a, a leads and a sales uh, section. You want to look at the leads because those are the upfront uh, sales that we get, and that's what you want to base your metrics on. Uh, you don't want to go after the sales because that's the total amount of sales, including upsells, which I'll get into in a little bit. Um, ROI is return on investment, so what are you getting back after you put in a certain amount, right? So if your ROI is 200%, internally that means that you're doubling up. You're spending 100 to make 200. Um, just a little side note, other networks, um, they say that's 100%, meaning if you're talking to other networks, uh, our 200% is their 100%. So don't hit up a network and say, well, we're shooting for 200% because that's, that's our 300%, all right? so. Is anything so far just super over your head and uh, very unclear and you want to like really ask a question because it's bothering you? <coughs> All right, cool. Um, CPA, uh, cost per acquisition. So uh, if, if someone asks you what's your target CPA, that means how much can we spend on this offer to get a customer and still be profitable. So if I have a $60 CPA, that means I can spend up to $60 um, to, to get a customer to get a lead. 
and uh, to stay profitable, which probably means that my average customer value is $120, so I'm spending 60 to make 120, I just profited 60, $60 and uh, that's 200% uh, ROI. A pixel is a piece of code for conversion tracking. So if someone asks you, have you placed the pixel, is the pixel placed, that means um, that uh, pretty much uh, on the thank you page when someone buys, uh, they'll, this pixel will fire and will send back the information to the ad network as well as one shopping cart and let us know, oh, there's a sale that happened and which banner actually converted. Um, that way you know and you're not optimizing in the dark because you want to know which banner converted or you're just going to spend money on banners that don't work for you. Um, so these are kind of some terms. There's way more. I didn't want to overwhelm you the first day. We can go into a lot more terms, but I think this is okay for today. Um, the pricing and bidding models that are out there. Cost per click, CPC is what most of you guys will be using internally. Um, which means that you are paying a certain amount per click. Every time someone clicks, you're paying 12 cents, 20 cents, 30 cents, whatever it might be. Um, there's a CPA model, which is the cost per acquisition we just talked about, which is cool because then the risk is all on the ad network, meaning that we pay them per acquisition. So those $60 is as much as we pay them. And that means that every time we get a conversion, uh, we pay them $60 and hopefully, you know, the customer paid 120 on average and uh, we can you know profit that way um, why the risk is on the network is because they pretty much uh, we only have to pay them when when they convert it's like a, a, mu you know, a music manager should only get paid if he's making the artist money so this is kind of like how I feel about CPA it's it's there's no risk involved and it's awesome that's why a lot of networks don't do it because it's the risk is all on them um, CPM is uh, where you pay per 1,000 impressions. My least favorite because you're not, you don't really know what you're getting. You don't know if people are actually going to click. If a thousand people see your ad but no one clicks, you don't get anything out of it. Uh, this is mo more used in, um, um, I would say, print because um, uh, that's how they use, like, let's say a two, three dollar CPM or email. How many people actually see your um, uh, you know, ad is more important there, and uh, the pricing model is, is I guess, different in a sense that, um, you know, way more people will see. Like, if you send out an email, way more people will see it. Um, how can I put this? Uh, uh, it's easier to price it that way because people aren't clicking on like a print ad, right? You can't click on anything, so you use CPM in that sense. Um, these are the three main ones. As I said, you guys will focus on CPC mostly cost per click inside your network. Um, back to the ROI and how to actually get the ROI, because this is our main metric. If, if one of the partners walks up to your desk and asks you what's the ROI on this right now, you do want to know what your ROI is, because that's really important. It's the main metric we look for. Is um, uh, For new offers, it's 200%. For offers like Crepe and uh, things that have been around for a while that have a strong back end, uh, we do 150, 160% that we shoot for. Um, how you do this is pretty much, let's say your revenue was $5,000 for a day. I made 5,000 in revenue today and I spent 2,300. I'm getting this number right there, 2.17, et cetera, right? And which pretty much turns out to be 217%. So um, whenever you 
have a spreadsheet or your numbers or anything like that. You want to have this ready for a month to date for every day of, of you running uh, your, your ads because it's an instant indicator that yes, we are at 217%, meaning we are doubling up. And that's, that's very important. It's more important than, oh, what's your CTR? Um, cool, you have an amazing CTR, but you're running at 120%, you're losing the company money. Um, average customer value, which is something really important uh, to get your CPA from, which is the revenue divided by leads. And in this case, I took this number from a crepe campaign that I'm running, meaning that um, out of the $453,000 that it made, I divided that by the leads, 2,800 to 2,800. 123 so I got 160 meaning that on average every customer spends $160 now to get my CPA for this specific offer I would just divide that by two because to double up I divide by two meaning that if I wanted to double up on this offer I would shoot for an $80 uh, cost per acquisition so inside my um, UI, let's say inside ref content, content.ad, tabula, etc. I would then look for my CPA. There's a column called CPA, and everything that's probably $120, $110 uh, with two or three or more conversions, I would probably turn off because it's if something converted three times, you you have a good idea. It's not going to all of a sudden start working better. Um, you can go and, and turn stuff off after five to ten uh, if you want, or in the averages if it works for you. If you have uh, $100 CPA placement and a $30 CPA placement and on average they'll they might work with each other but that's a little more detailed in general if you want to double up half your average customer value and that's your CPA is this uh, unclear at all this average customer value and CPA situation cool and um, you know anytime in between when when something comes up just kind of let me know or, or even after this uh, come by my desk anytime yes Good question. So uh, we do have overhead. This is just uh, uh, the media buying return on investment, meaning that this number right here is literally just uh, what am I profiting just on my media buying. Now, uh, let's say I ha have made a certain profit, 30-40% is overhead. You would deduct that if you're looking at the complete company as a whole. But for us as media buyers, uh, the 200% and above are, is profitable for the company and um, you know uh, it definitely makes more so, uh, more so uh, it's clear when the numbers are getting bigger of course you know because then um, you'll be able to really see that um, the 30% overhead uh, doesn't make us if it's 10 million you know that you still make 7 million in profit <laughs> so um, that's kind of how I look at it is you you want to shoot for that month to date year to date uh, great ROI you could have a, a bad week, that doesn't mean you have to have a bad month um, as far as your average uh, ROI goes. Can you mm -hmm. explain the divide by two again? So I divided this by two to uh, pretty much if I want to double up, if I want to reach, this is the formula to reach 200%. ROI. The ROI, correct. There are offers like Crepe or older offers that are running at 160, so you wouldn't divide it by two, you would then run, instead of an $80 CPA, you might run for a 90 or $100 CPA, Got it. all right? So that would then get you to around 160%. And that's something that you'll kind of find out. You'll, you'll feel the mechanics of each of the networks. Um, these are the equations, these are things that 
that I want to bring in front of you so next time you look at the UI you're not like what am I even looking at you know this is I don't know half these terms so now you kind of get an idea of where you place certain things in the equation and um, the more you're shown this it'll it'll just become part of you um, don't worry if this is all really overwhelming at first it'll be way easier a month from now and then way easier three months from now it took me a few months too to really get into this you know connect split test in one shopping cart and really know how the system works but someone has to just kind of show it to you so you can get a head start um, I wanted to show you what a funnel is and really the, each of the steps so you know what your banners and ads are actually doing out there um, so you start with the banner every customer is pulled in and this is all media buying this is not email or, or print Every uh, uh, cold customer online is pulled in by a banner. So they see an image of, let's say, crepey arms and crepey skin, whatever you, you guys have uploaded. You know, you see the vital reds, um, see the uh, lemons, you know, anything like that they see. And then click on it and go to the VSL page, which, which stands for um, Video Sales Letter. You guys have all seen it. If not, um, I can send you a list of all the control VSLs that we have right now. It's a, a video that pretty much the copywriters write the scripts for amazing writing makes people want to buy this product and they go from the VSL and press next step to go to the order page once they're on the order page they get more information about this product they've already more or less been sold but at this point still there is a good rate of people dropping off because they're like oh um, you know I'm about to buy something now it's getting serious so it's not everyone that moves on down this funnel will continue all the way through to buying so you could actually see the click-through rate from each of these steps, click-through rate is not only for banners, it's also from one page to the next. So I could find out the click-through rate from the VSL page to the order page, and that would be huge because the more people I get to the order page, the better. And from the order page, they go to the checkout, and then after checkout, they're asked, hey, so you just bought this uh, bottle of Lifting Firm, do you also want to buy some Dark Spot? Um, or do you also want to buy some crepe? So these are called upsells. Why our average customer value is higher than one product, if, if everyone just bought one bottle, our average customer value would be $50 and be really, really hard to make this product work because I can only spend 25 in media buys to double up. $25, trust me, as a CPA is horrible. You like 50, 60 bucks, maybe 40 even is I think the lowest CPA I've seen work and that's for a dark circle because dark circles average customer value is only at, an, at about $90. Um, why it's that low? It's because you only put it under your eyes. Crepe you can put anywhere on your body, you know, people buy three bottles at a time, you know, dark circle, you're like, hey, let me try this out. I don't really need a three month supply of something that goes under my eyes. That's my thought on why people only buy uh, smaller amounts than with crepe. Um, there, this is a funnel that has a pre-lander attached, so if, if you'll ever run something on Outbrain, the policy of Outbrain will only allow you to run to content, meaning that we can't go to this VSL page because there's a video on it directly. So we have to send them to an article page or a blog or a, some kind of content, and it, it's also usually written by one of our copywriters, and it, it, it gives it authority. It's like, hey, so there's these three trends out there in uh, skincare, but this fourth thing right here that we found is something you should really check out. And then it gives it authority and goes to the VSL. So once they watch the VSL, they're already kind of um, in the back of their head, have interest, and they know what this is about. And they, they're kind of primed to see the, the VSL. So these are the two different ways that you could do it. But most of you will, for now, go straight from banner to VSL. 
which means when you put in your link inside the uh, ad tracker, that'll be the straight VSL link. You'll put that into the ad tracker, which spits out another link uh, that you then put inside the uh, ad network. There's QQQs and stuff like that that I can explain as well, um, which is pretty much uh, uh, one step ahead where, it, you know, when whenever you submit a link to a network, it takes about a half a day or a day to get approved. So what we do is we go into one shopping cart and uh, we create QQQs, which I'm going to go to a shopping cart real quick. Whoops. And um, we then have the QQQ. I'm not going to show you exactly how to set this up. I think it's um, going to be hard to see this right now. But in general, you will have one link. You know what? I'm going to... I knew why I brought this thing. I want to show this to you this way. So you have a, you have a, um, a link, right? A URL. This is the straight URL that you're going to go to to see the VSL. Now, to track it, you're putting this thing inside an ad tracker, right? I'm just going to say AT. This is for ad tracker. This ad tracker right now, if you submit that, that's cool. You're submitted. It's running to it. It's all good. But every time you now want to test a different URL, you would have to resubmit a new ad tracker, meaning you would have to spend that half a day or a day to get approved again. And that's speed of implementation is our thing. We don't want to wait half a day or a day. What we do is we create an ad tracker, and it's called the QQQ. If you ever see something in the shopping cart called QQQ, this is something we came up with because um, uh, if you type in QQQ, that's probably the only, there's no product that's going to be called QQQ or anything like that. It's just you can type that in and find all of the uh, uh, yeah QQQs in there. What it means is you start with this, and this thing, this ad tracker right here, includes this ad tracker. Now this is a bit confusing, but so now you have one ad tracker that you submit to the to the ad network. Only this one is the one that runs. It's constantly running, and you're swapping out the other link whenever you're doing the split tests inside one shopping cart. Meaning you never really have to submit new uh, you know new ad trackers to the network. You can keep running and just within seconds put in a new split test. Um, so I'll, I can show this inside shopping cart for a second. I don't know. It'll be hard to see here, but. Um, these, these are, uh, that's pretty much how split tests are made too. A split test is where you have a link, one, link two, and traffic comes in from your network, RevCondon, Kabula, whatever, and it gets split, meaning that you have, out of the 5,000 clicks that come in, you have one going here, one going up here, one going here, one going here means you'll have around 2,500 on each of these if we did it perfectly, usually it's 24 something. It's usually not 100% exact, but it'll give each of them the exact same amount uh, of uh, traffic, meaning that now if you have, this one has uh, 238 leads, right? Um, <laughs> 238 leads, and this one has
the headline or the background that made that difference. So every time you test, you do one variable only. Um, are there any questions for now? Are you sure? I'm not a, that good of an explainer. I mean, you guys need to have questions. When you update the QQQ, you just update the label that relates to that ad tracker that goes to that specific It's a made-up label by us. If QQQ is just a made-up thing by us that um, uh, it's easy to find. We know it's not, uh, we didn't call it master link or something because if we make a product called master cleanse, now all of a sudden that will show up, right? There won't be a product called that. So if you ever look for all of the QQQs, you can type that in and it's easy to find. Um, but yeah, and then that gets connected to the split test. Um, I was wondering, like huh? A good way to explain it is like an umbrella for like all the tests that you're going to yeah, it, it, it stays the same and then you just attach it, right, instead of um, having to yeah, re go into re-review. Um, in the ad trackers, um, so, let's see. Okay, uh, I wanted to show you guys, so let's see if you go, let's just pull up crepe. Okay, so, oh, this is not even possible to see right now. Sorry, guys. Um, so I hope you can see that it says leads right here and it says sales right here. What I was telling you guys earlier, the leads are what you want to look at inside shopping cart as your conversions. If you use the sales, which are way higher, you're going to think you're doing great, but you might not. Uh, meaning that if you, uh, you know, tell someone that you have 121 leads and they're only 60 you're actually that's 50 percent that's that's double so make sure you use these this leads thing right here that's your conversions these are upsells right here oh yeah sorry that it's my fault if i put sales in there yeah so that should just say lead um uh, I put sale because it's uh, it felt like it's more of a you know that you want to think that so that's right. that's why I'm bringing this up yeah. So, but when looking at shopping cart conversion would be leads over clicks. Um, in shopping cart leads are your conversions, but um, sales are upsells. And then um, what was the question? So for calculating conversion, when looking at this data, would be leads over clicks. When uh, calculating conversions? Yeah, if, if I want to see what the conversion rate. Oh, the conversion rate. Oh, uh, yes, yes. The conversion rate would be the clicks, uh, actually, uh, clicks divided by um, leads. So out of yeah. how many people clicked, uh, let me see if that would do it. 9087, 9087 divided by 68. It, it would probably be 68 divided by 90. I hate math, guys. I just, I don't know, like, how I'm doing this job. Oh, 68. 68 divided by 987. Yeah, so this conversion rate is horrible because it's a, it's a, a um, like, sometimes you connect stuff to a link that, uh, like, will keep, like, you can put stuff into the QQQ when you don't have a test. Right now there's a test running, but if you didn't have a test, you could put a link directly into the QQQ um, and let it run just to that link and then go back to this. So sometimes there's like overlap data that you'll get, but um, 
I actually feel like this conversion rate thing looks weird. Is this how many clicks we got? Yeah. Okay, here, here, value per click is another thing. Um, this one says a dollar twenty-six, which means every time someone clicks your banner, you're you're making a dollar twenty-six, right? So if you go into your and this is this is a one shopping cart calculates this for you. So if you go into your UI of the network, which means user interface, uh, and you see that you're paying um, fifty cents per click, and you're making one twenty-six every time someone clicks, you're doing good because you're more than doubling up. Now keep in mind that one shopping cart includes every click that a link gets. Your UI will only include the clicks you actually pay for. So you you will see more clicks in the shopping cart, um, maybe. 5%, 10% more. So just kind of keep in, keep that in mind when your earnings per click is 126, it might only be like a dollar 10 or so. So just know that, but if you're spending 50 cents, you'll still be completely fine in my opinion uh, at a dollar 26 EPC. EPC means earnings per click. Um, didn't put that on the sheet, but um, as I said, there's a lot that will come up on the way that um, we can discuss. I just wanted to get a start on this and start somewhere. Um, are there any specific questions that you're like on a day-to-day kind of struggling with? I, we will get more into banners and actual, uh, actual, you know, campaigns and stuff like that probably next week. I just kind of wanted to do the basics today. Um, is there anything anyone like this week, last week, kind of like was like, I have no idea why this thing is doing this right now. Why, why is it spending this amount? Why, why is it performing this way? Is there anything like that coming up on a day-to-day? Or are you guys, in general, pretty good with your campaigns for now? Good question. So um, the split tests, we usually run them to at least 100 leads, 110, 20 leads. We want to run it to 200 leads per channel to really get an idea because you could have days where one channel is really ahead because that day people just feel like the blue background is amazing. And then, you know, the next day they feel different. So you want to have an average that lasts about, you know, uh, 100 200 leads now that can be different per network i might be getting 100 leads on outbrain a day versus on ref content might take me a week so uh if i get 100 leads a day then i'll probably let it run like you know two or three days because i have that much traffic if i don't get that much then yeah the split test will take me about a week or two to fulfill but that's why you usually try to test on uh, networks that have a lot of traffic you don't want to really uh Put a split test into a campaign that's spending a hundred bucks a day because you'll be sitting there waiting forever for results i mean it, it'll take you probably a good week to get five to ten leads and that's just not enough to make a decision uh, we try to always split test meaning that we actually don't like seeing a, a, a link uh, or just like a link inside somewhere if it's a if it's an offer that's been running for a long time and we've pretty much tested almost everything on the page. Uh, it'll be hard for us to put a test in. Sometimes it'll run to that master, you know, link. But um, usually we try to always have a split test in there and find out what the be- next best page or, or banner or headline could be. You were yeah, this might be like an obvious question because um, I understand like the basics of split testing. But mm-hmm. so is that essentially um, when you have a banner? you'll have two links that the banner can will be able to take you to right and it's random as mm-hmm. if like let's say there's a blue background and a white background right when i click on it it'll ha- i'll have the it'll be the random option of either two 
and it'll track the metrics as far as conversions with those different tests or how well, how it'll how do it, it you as one customer won't have both you'll actually be shown uh, one, one of the one two, of the two. Right. That's so random, right so and it's it's yeah it's random so if i opened uh, this uh, tracker right now i don't know if i'm going to get the first or second link so oh. like if i put this in right now like the second one is our vital you know we're doing a, a health headlines replacement right now so if i open this over here um I put the ad tracker in and it opened the health headlines page. Now if I put this in again. Oh, great shopping cart. Um, it's shopping cart is amazing. Um, okay, and it goes to health headlines again. So I don't know how many times I'll have to open it for it to go to vital updates, but I can show you that page. Um, so the, the second page that is in here, it keeps going to the first one. You would go to this page right now. So people are seeing the one that you just saw and this yeah. one, right? So so pretty much uh, one person will see this, another person will see the other, and all in all, add it up, it'll then be an average of, okay, okay, how many more people like this versus that? And on this one, it's breaking even right now, which is our goal, so that's great. We're trying to replace uh, health headlines, and right now, it's hard to see, but it's um, 68 over 66, um, which can pretty much be said that it's, it's even. Uh, those two leads are, are can be caught up on it's not an issue um, it's good enough to reiterate on like um, you can see there the amount it's like one made 11 grand the other made 10 um, one side now change this and it, if it ran to 100 200 leads um, if I uh, take the second link as a control then I would go from there and then try to make that better so I would go into vital updates and say okay now this is our new control we got rid of this health headline situation let's see what we can do better here and I would test stuff like a new headline new copy I would go to someone like Ethan I'd be like hey so I I'm sending you this thing can you look through this copy and see if you can make anything better Ethan Adam I think Adam wrote this one right here um, there's there's writers that you'll work with that write stuff like this um, and it makes it makes it uh, authentic and when people read it they're like oh yeah there are people out there that have this issue um, there are, you know, quotes by people. There's just a lot of stuff that will make you want to go to the video and actually check it out, and then you end up in, on one of these, which you guys have uh, seen, and uh, you're Crazy. now going to watch the, the VSL. When you are at a certain p a point, the button will pop up, which you can press a, a re refresh to actually get, get to manually, and the next button, next step button pops up, and then from here, this happens after about 30, 40 minutes. Um, Yes, people watch these videos for 40 minutes and then buy. Um, and then you go to the next step and you end up here. So you've now watched a 40 minute video. You can't even click next step before you've watched about 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, that's when we introduce the product. Uh, sometimes we put, put the button at price. It depends how early you want the next step button to pop up. Um, but that's another thing to test. When do I want this to, button to, to show up? You know, do I want it within the first five minutes? No, I actually want them to look more, watch more of the video. So that's why we found uh, when we introduced the product or price, those are the two key points to have this button pop up. Is there any questions about that part, about the VSL or the funnel, um, split testing, um, order page split test? There's a lot of stuff you can do here. You could change 
prices you could change uh, if you have the three bottle first if you have the uh, three bottle in the center obviously first is and selected and is, is best because it's the most expensive one we want them to buy and we want them to know that this is the best value so there's a lot of stuff that you can test here we have people uh, talking about our products uh, really amazing testimonials found by our team Samantha Cat doing amazing jobs here finding these different things that will just make an order page stronger and um, uh, people don't have as much doubt when they see a bunch of people saying they've already tried it and it's and it's worked for them so um, lots of spots to test here as well um, so in general I'd say I wanted to keep this short um, I don't want to like you know have you walk away with questions so let me know if there's something coming up in an hour from now walk by my desk when you come into the elevator room to the left always open to you know let anyone know on a one-on-one -on -one basis I'll come by your desk and uh, uh, look through your campaigns if I see anything that's weird um, in general I'd say whenever you open a new uh, campaign start at a hundred bucks a day that's our um, start for campaigns if you know you have something that has been working somewhere else before you could you might be able to go up to two hundred dollars a day but if you can make it work at a hundred two hundred dollars spend a day then um, if you can make 200 uh, spend and make 400 out of it at that point you can go up to you know three four hundred dollars uh, spend and see if you'll double up at that level so you keep uh, scaling from there uh, and at one point you know if you're spending 5k uh, to only instead of make 10 make nine that's when your optimization comes in because it's like the the more you spend um, uh, the the more you'll people you'll touch and the more noise there is if that makes any sense which means that at a hundred bucks a day you you might get one conversion you might get two conversions but or three but you're not gonna get a hundred you know in my opinion that would be amazing if you spend a dollar per conversion uh, but the, so that's what I mean by if the more conversions you get the more noise will be the more clicks the more stuff is happening so at that point it can fluctuate so uh, you know if you have a day where you're running at 180 percent don't go in and change a bunch of stuff because the next day you might be running at 210 uh, and you just broke your whole campaign because of that one bad day. So definitely take an average of your week, uh, you know, week to date, like filter for the last seven to 14 days. Uh, usually I filter for 30 days because it gives me a good range. Um, and yeah, don't make decisions on a day-to-day -day basis. Don't make emotional decisions. Um, oh crap, this this uh, broke even today. Like I had ref content, uh, I think it was worse than break even yesterday. I had a campaign that spent, um, I think, twelve hundred to make eighteen hundred, and I was like, okay, cool, um, that sucks. But I didn't go in and change stuff right away because I looked at it today, and it's running at two hundred percent today. So what does that show you? It's just the internet is a finicky bitch. Um, and so if you wanna, you know, uh, if you wanna be sure to not break your campaign don't go in there and change bids twice three five times a day let it sit let the machines do their thing uh, these algorithms are uh uh, you know created by people to to do this for you of course you need a person to make a decision and to lower these bids to change the budgets uh, and to have their a mind of their own to really make these decisions when something's on fire but in general the algorithm will do its thing and uh, sometimes it's good to just wait three to five days and let something sit and then go in and optimize instead of going in every single day and then changing stuff because it resets if you change something from a 
12 cent bid to a 20 cent bid now the algorithm tries to find where you're where you're at compared to all your comp competitors so if an hour later you switch it back to another one it just found your perfect spot and now you're taking it away again so definitely give it time once you make a change just let it sit um, if you run something at 100 bucks a day just let it run for five days and yeah if it spends 500 to make zero then make some changes but uh, uh don't get emotional if something spends two three hundred bucks and doesn't make any money uh, it has to go through hundreds of websites first what if uh, it just went through all of the shitty 20 websites that you don't need and now you know what doesn't work uh you turn those off now all of a sudden it spends money and it does work so um, definitely be patient. I'm a very impatient person. I had to learn it with this game too. I refresh campaigns all day. I just want to like see the money flow in live. Like that's the kind of person I am. But don't be that person. You just want to, uh, you know. Sometimes it helps to see how a, how a campaign lives and breathes uh, throughout the day. Uh, throughout the day, especially when it's uh, high converting and every time you you refresh, there's more conversions in there. It's fun. But uh, don't get like that when you're spending a hundred bucks a day. You're, you'll make yourself go crazy. I definitely have been there. So, um, any questions at all? Yep. Question. Mm -hmm. When you're looking at banners, um, what's considered a good click-through rate, and does that change based on what your not per network but per offer? Um, it. Ch uh, I would say per it definitely it it changes per per offer and per network. Um, but it's always based so so a good click-through rate starts at point one anything below that I think you're able to test with but you can't really scale uh, point one and up point two some networks uh, are different and you can run a point oh seven point oh eight and it'll still spend a couple of hundred bucks a day but um, I would say ref content you can uh, uh, spend as low as nine cents on you know per click and still uh, have it spend a lot of money whereas outbrain um, at nine cents it's gonna be way less uh, so you more more uh, high quality traffic costs more per click mm -hmm. and um, uh, back to the CTR uh, that's also per network uh, the same way the bids change the CTR changes so something like a point five will probably get me uh, to a really crazy spend on outbrain where a point five on uh, another network might get me less and so it's it's constantly there's no rule like I wouldn't be able to tell you right now when you're running content.ad you need this number to to make it work I've seen banners that have a very low click-through rate convert better than high click-through rate banners because once again what I was telling you guys earlier if you're spending a thousand dollars and you don't get any conversions uh, that could be a high click-through rate banner but it's clickbaity meaning that people are just interested to see what's behind it mm -hmm. but once they get to the VSL or the order page any of those items they're like oh I'm being sold something so you know they might have been expecting some DIY trick or something like that and they're not getting what they want so they bounce so long story short um, I would never get hung up on CTR too much I think when you find the right banner it'll it'll present itself inside the inside the user interface um, if you load up 10 banners to a network uh, it will the the ones that are working well will be on the top because uh, user interfaces always um, filter by spend so your your top spending banner will always be on the top it'll be filtered like that so you'll see 10 banners the top three probably spend a couple of hundred bucks each and then it goes down to like oh 10 20 50 bucks to the lowest number of no spend or whatever or a couple of cents so then you look at the top three and you're like okay cool here's one that spent 150 dollars hasn't converted here's one that spent 100 and converted twice 
you know which one is better you know it's like if you if you compare apples to apples and one was given the same chance and the other one did something with it then cool the one that spent 150 with zero conversions i might take that one out leave the other one running and see how it's how it's going to do from there uh down the line i could up the bid then if i wanted to but as i said let the let the machines do their thing and then make changes for sure um anything else comes into your mind anything nothing split test banners i'm going to go into banners more detailed at one point i didn't want to really i thought about this yesterday night i was like do i want to bring up a good banner and a bad banner and stuff like that and i think i don't want to do that because i don't want to in discourage you guys on what you're gonna what you're gonna upload because i've seen stuff work that i never thought would work even stock images that i never thought would do anything ended up pulling in a lot of money uh, on outbrain so i kind of want to let you guys go through the process of seeing what works for you and what doesn't and i think that helped me too you know people gave me the basics at the beginning but i tested my own banners and i made banners at the beginning that uh when i think back now i'm like yeah of course that ne could never work you know um but now i know better it's uh it's it's just uh, you going through that process and I don't want to take that process away from you. So um, we can look at banners down the line and we can have discussions, but I want to do that when when mo most of you have active campaigns and you know we'll turn this into more of a workshop where you guys can come by with your laptops and ask specific questions about your campaigns versus uh, me just giving you a general idea because at that point you'll be like okay cool like I have this banner right here it's doing this and that on ref content what would you do what do you think is a good thing here and then we'll talk about specifics I think down the line today that wasn't really uh, what I wanted to do yet I just kind of wanted to start uh, with this basic stuff the what oh the, the yes Got you. Yeah, good point. Um, so content I'd add off the bat is one that uh, will only, they've, they've visited us before and said that the algorithm, weirdly enough, will only take your top three to five banners that you upload that are, that are uh, having a high click-through rate. Meaning if you load up 20 banners inside content.ad, about 15 of them will probably never see the light of the day. So if you have 20 banners that you want to test, create four campaigns, put five in each, and then uh, rotate. Meaning that uh, out of those five, you'll probably be able to see two that aren't as great as the other three. Take those out and replace them with two other ones. If you keep doing that, you'll always have uh, three that are, that are your top banners that are going to work. And at one point, you will make a banner or upload a banner that's better than one of those three, and it'll replace it. So you're constantly rotating. So that's content.ad, definitely a big one. Um, ref content you can upload. Uh, I've definitely uploaded 10, 20 banners, and it served all of them. It will obviously spend money on those that are working better uh, because of the click-through rate so the algorithm is smart enough to know because they want to get money you know what i mean at the end of the day these ad networks are there to make money so they want to serve the banner that gets clicked the most you know they wouldn't be in this business if they put your lowest click-through rate banner on the top and try to serve that their algorithm is based on let's spend the most of their money so uh, definitely also make sure that when you go in ref content has a default bit inside it that usually is at 35 cents i was just telling you you can spend as low as 12 cents and still serve i usually put my default bit to 9 or 12 cents on ref content because when new placements are added 
uh, instead of 30, uh, serving at 35 cents, it'll, it'll start serving at 12, and on a weekend I'm not spending $1,000 without converting. Now I'm making sure, okay, cool, uh, this starting at 12 cents, I can come in on Monday, it might have spent 200 bucks, but now I can go in and if it worked, I can up the bid, if it didn't, I can leave it there or go lower. You can always spend more money, you can't take it back once you've spent it. Okay, so make sure your budgets are not at $10,000 when you're first starting out a campaign because it might blow through it and you might spend 10 grand and really make like 50 bucks back or nothing. You know, that happens. So make sure your, your budgets are at 100 bucks at, at the beginning, 200 bucks tops, and then um, keep your bids low. You know, certain uh, uh, networks go up to 50 cents. I honestly don't know where I would start with more than 50 cents other than Outbrain, which uh, is its own animal, but usually ref content I'd start across the line with like 12 to 17 cents. Um, content I'd add I'd start around the 30 to 50 cents. Um, a lot of them have default bits in them, and those default bits are really high. If a if a network tells you, hey, other people are spending a dollar fifty on this, like don't trust them. They're trying to make money. Okay, like once again, these networks are going to tell you the range of bids here is a dollar to two dollars you can still run profitably at 30 cents per click, you know? So make sure that you're not falling into this like uh, trap that uh, is the default bid on networks. Definitely just make up your own mind um, and ask around like, hey, what are you bidding on ref content? And uh, kind of ask around your peers and they'll be able to tell you. Um, what's another network that's kind of finicky or that? So Taboola, um, if you don't see conversions for banners on Taboola, it's because their, their user interface doesn't update until about three days later, which is really frustrating when you're testing banner at banners at first because you're uploading banners. Uh, cool thing is you can upload 10, 20 banners and it will serve them uh, pretty evenly. It's not like content.ad, but it will take a good three days for you to see the data, meaning that when you first start out a campaign, you're going to just see it. It'll say no data for this range uh, until you run it for, let's say, a week, and then you can slowly but surely start seeing data come in. Um, and at that point, also, don't react to it too quickly because you always got to remember you're three days behind, meaning that if you look at it and something has spent $100 to convert once, let it sit. Maybe in a few days when it updates, now all of a sudden it says it spent $100 to convert twice. That's a $50 CPA. You're now doing better. So always before you're going to shut something off or, or lower something, wait an extra day and let that extra day uh, tell you, yes, that is the decision I should be making and then turn it off or lower it. Because um, you can always do it, but you can't undo it some of the times. Getting something back on track and uh, a campaign spending again can sometimes be harder than just waiting that extra day and spending an extra 100 bucks. 100 bucks is not the issue if uh, uh, you're worried about spending money. It's, uh, you'll, you'll have campaigns that make up for, for, for lost ba you know, money in, in banner testing. You will have campaigns that are profitable. You will have campaigns that don't work. Uh, and you'll just have to make the decisions to turn those off at the right time, you know. Don't let them spend five grand uh, without conversions, you know. Go up to like 500 and then ask around, like, look, just spend three, 500 bucks and hasn't converted something. Let, let's check this out, you know. Let's make sure the pixel is placed. I'm tracking. Let's make sure everything's good here. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I can't come up with any other networks that have any specifics right now, but those are definitely the big ones that come to mind. And then, as I said, Outbrain, that. Uh, only allows you to go to a content page instead of a VSL. That's the thing with that. So you can't just send them this. You have to work with a coder as well as a copywriter to create something like this pre-lander right here. And um, 
you know, you'll sit with Jay, you'll sit with Eric, you'll sit with Tyler, you'll sit anyone that you'll, you know, kind of feel comfortable with, and then a copywriter, and then you, you put this kind of stuff together, which then goes to the VSL. So that's outbrain specific. Um, yeah. Anything else? Cool. Um, I think I'll, you know, kind of keep my ears to the streets and see if anyone kind of next week wants to get together again and, and kind of go over some more detailed stuff as far as specific campaigns, specific banners and stuff like that. Maybe other words that you've heard this week that don't make sense. But um, yeah, for now, Skype me, hit me up, uh, ask me about anything and um, we'll possibly do this again next week if, if you guys want to. Cool. All right. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Thanks for coming.